On this week's episode of Third and Forever, we're going to recap Conference Championship Weekend. We're going to go through both the games. Uh, we're not going to preview the Super Bowl matchup. We're going to save that for next week because we don't have any legitimate tackle football going on this upcoming weekend. So we're going to spend all basically the majority of the time recapping those games. And then we're going to end the show with uh, coaching hirings. We haven't really talked much about it. And there's also been a couple defensive coordinator firings by one of our teams mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think is very, very relevant. And someone was very much looking forward for that to happen. And it did. So we're going to talk about the the recent news around the NFL. Uh, Kadarius Tony made some headlines. We'll probably mention that. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to end it with the two-minute drill. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third Forever is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports. It's Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two to five players uh, to fill out your pick'em entry, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code 10K to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K on the Underdog app, or go to www.underdogfantasy.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Ostrin, always by my co-host, Kevin Ulm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, conference championship weekend in the books. We have our Super Bowl matchup. We won't talk about that preview, but we're going to talk about the games. Yeah, and uh, it was it, it was a fine conference championship. I thought the games I were great. I liked I, I liked them. I wanted more out of Chiefs Ravens. Um, it looked like it was going that way. Yeah, it really it it was kind of it, the the second game, the NFC Championship, was like one sided in each direction. Yeah, and so it was very like split in half. Where the the Ravens Chiefs was pretty similar throughout, and I we thought it was going to be an explosion, and then it just cooled off both, substantially. Yeah, both games resulted in one of the teams just like completely pissing down their own leg, yeah. and in different ways. So we're let's, let's different legs. Let's let's start with the first game here. In a, well, in should order we uh, should we start with our shots? Yes. So we had two okay. shots. We had two shot bets around the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. We still have the all encompassing 49ers. Total 425 yards, 425 yards of offense. Yards of offense. Average. Uh, we now <laughs> know worried. it's still worried. it's still alive. Technically, they need to get over 500. Yeah. Um. To to break that or it to would, get that it wouldn't average. be a, like a historic effort, but it no. would be pretty noteworthy. It'd be more than they've done. Yeah. The last couple times. So against arguably more, a, more than they've ever done with Brock Purdy, a better defense. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's not impossible. So the other ones that we had, it was tight end centric. So we did. Kelsey versus Andrews, and I think we just did like fancy points. I mean, yeah, we did PPR. What we usually do, and this we recorded this obviously on Monday when we just knew Andrews was going to be back. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know the practice stats and all that. He was saying, you know, if the Ravens got to this point, I'm going to play. He promised the team. Yeah, and he did. Problem was that he got banged up and went back into the locker room. And I don't think he really came back in the second half that much. No, he was not very involved. No. And so had we kind of had we known more going into that one, yeah. you know, maybe we make a different bet. Yeah. Because um, I I think I just really wanted to bet against Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And you, you I'm did. taking a shot for it. Yep. And yeah. so you had Andrews. Dustin and I had had Kelsey. 
And so we win that one. So yeah. no shots for us on that. So Kevin has one. Yep. The other one was also on tight ends, and it was Laporta versus George Kittle fantasy points. And uh, it, it looked like it was a absolute lock for a really long time. And then mm-hmm. Kittle did Kittle, a couple Kittle things. Kittle did some stuff. But it still went in Laporta's favor with nine catches, 97 yards. Uh, that definitely outshines Kittle's two for 27. And I what took, a two it was though. Yeah, Some good a, blocks in there. You know, it's just uh, he did bowl over yeah. Hutchinson on the on the one of the CMC touchdowns, which was always fun to see Kittle do that. We should do for the Super Bowl. We should do Kelsey versus Kittle, but pancakes count as like ten points. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I took Laporta and Kevin, you took Laporta. I did, and Dustin took Kittle because it made sense, especially with you know big Brock Purdy guy, big mm-hmm. Niners offense guy. So you have one for that. Yeah. I'll gladly take it. <laughs> yeah. So All right, let's take our shots, Dustin. Again, we are drinking curveball. To five hundred and thirty yards next week or two Six weeks from now. Is we just talked five, about oh, they're, five gonna, they're gonna blow five it out of the water. Okay, yeah, they're gonna really clear it. All right. Nice. Get up there like like four thirty. Uh okay. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. You haven't had curveball, I feel like, in a little No, no, I didn't it's have any a couple last weeks. Week. So yeah. is that only your second one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So all right, what's the I think we're not going to be out of it yet because we're going to next week we're going to take the week here and we're going to come up with some some other props and mm-hmm, some other bets mm-hmm. so we could try to make it where it's not impossible well, so, for the- so here's the season long standings that we have as of these two shots right here mm-hmm. uh adam you have 13 i have 17 dustin is 19 okay so it's relatively close I, w- I did want to do it where it was like we have enough shots that anyone could take last place with the Super Bowl, but that would mean we would need seven shots. That's a lot. And <laughs> that just doesn't feel responsible. No, knowing your track record, we, one of us will get have, like all yeah, seven. Like like to lose, you'd have to get yeah. seven shots and we'd have to like carry you out of here. Yeah, like, that'd, that'd be really do doesn't we have feel... shots based on our brackets? Uh, we didn't decide we didn't, any of that. No, we didn't have. We were I not can, planning. We can that do out. a bracket update real quick if you want to. I have that Let's right here. That. It, just note, it's the worst in our show's history. It's pretty bad. I think it's, it's really the best bad. In my history. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. So we're doing it where Wildcard Weekend. If you get the game right, it's one point, and then divisionals two points, and then uh, the next round's three, and then mm-hmm. Super Bowl will be four. Yeah. So with that said, um, Dustin is currently winning. He has 13, and his ceiling is 17. His Super Bowl pick is still alive. Uh, Adam, you have eight points, and that is your ceiling. And I have six points, and that is my ceiling. Oh, I didn't come in last? Oh, wow, nice. I thought I came in last. Yeah, no, that (laughs) was... Let's go. Yeah. It was it was not good. Yeah. I uh, wait, Kevin. You because you had the one of the right? you had the Niners in yeah. the Super Bowl, so yeah. that that helped you. Nice, yeah. That passed nice. you for it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. I was oh. I was winning after the divisional. Yeah. Kevin, how can Oof. you? You got to stick with Brock Purdy, man. He went there with the Cowboys. Wait, did no? I said that they. You oh no, the I had the yeah, I had the Cowboys because yeah, you were Ravens. you were still in the reversing. You were like that now, and it worked to it your wor- credit. It did work. Yeah, it almost yeah. worked enough. <laughs> it almost worked enough, but not <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, and that's now I've learned my lesson. I am not gonna. I guess I just have to always put the Chiefs in, and yeah, probably would be better. Yeah, you you do For the first time ever. That. I didn't do the Chiefs, and I, oh whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Stupid. I didn't come in. It's last. a stupid decision I didn't come that you last. made. It's all right. So. Um, yeah, <sighs> yeah. So first, first game AFC championship was decided with the chiefs going into Baltimore, winning 17 to 10. And this game, as we alluded to in the beginning, started out looking like it was going to be 
holy shit, okay, both these quarterbacks really came to play. Well, it started with a three and out with the Ravens, and I got worried, and then the Chiefs kind of marched down and scored. Yeah. And then we had one of the crazier Lamar Jackson plays. Not even like top three, probably, but... Yeah, and so he throws the bomb to Zay Flowers, who I'm sure is going to have an awesome day after yeah. that play yep. uh, from there on out. And so it was like, okay, it's 7-7, first quarter, end of the game. What, what did it end up being, 17 uh, to 10? 17-10. Yeah. So that well, was, then the, that was as, most as, of right the after, scoring. Yeah, right after that, the Chiefs got the ball and went and marched on the field, put another seven on the board. Well, yeah. That was so a like, nine-minute okay. drive, too. Yeah. Like, it was 16-play, nine-minute drive. Like It was insane. Yeah, like, those those of us that had the over um, were, were feeling good it, it was great. at that moment. And then the third quarter happened, and uh, it, then it wasn't, where there was zero points and only three in the yeah. fourth. The over yeah. was killed in the third quarter. Well, and, and and so something you know we talked about with this game because I think a lot of the discourse is going to be Lamar centric. So that's probably where we should start. Um, Lamar has a history of losing in the playoffs. Yeah, I had, my note last week was this was a must win game for Lamar and his reputation. Yeah, uh, really tough way. And it, it, Lamar did a lot in this game where he had a bunch of those only Lamar Jackson could do this type of plays. He had the tipped pass that went straight up in the air that he ran underneath and caught. Mm-hmm. He had the touchdown to Zay Flowers that we mentioned. And he had a, a couple, you know, nice runs and things like that. There was like a fourth and one that he like broke for 20 yards, almost got away from everybody. So he did a lot of the Lamar Jackson things. Mm. But he also just made a ton of mistakes and he just seemed uncomfortable the entire game yeah he seemed off balance and i think what i kind of landed on looking at it 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 doesn't look to me like lamar jackson makes a lot of pre-snap adjustments no he he's kind of a a play it as it's called kind of a quarterback it feels a little bit and there's not really you're not seeing anything at the line where yeah. he, if he sees how a defense is lining up I mean, and this is obviously all conjecture we have no idea no but it we sure don't does, know, it's not but... like how other quarterbacks do it yeah. So that's where it's like, well, I don't know, maybe. Like, like even, you know, when I, this season, I've noticed from the start of the season, you know, to the end of it, there's been a progression where, like, Jordan Love is doing more of that at the end of the season than he was at the beginning, where he'll go up to the line, he'll call out protection changes, mm-hmm. he'll, you know, have guys on hot routes. Because the, the problem this game for Lamar was that the Chiefs were blitzing the shit out of him the entire day. Yeah. And it was working because they weren't really, like, making adjustments for it. They were playing... Like, you know, this is our play. We're going to run it. Yeah. And it, 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 it was a problem. <laughs> and even even when if they weren't blitzing, they yeah. were still getting home with their four. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the sack fumble, yep. I mean, that was massive where it's like it's one of those moments like, you know, where you see him coming. We all see it, but you usually feel like Lamar feels that and he gets out and then he kind of just runs. There's helicopters outside. Um, that's That's good. I don't think you can probably hear that in the recording, um, but and, yeah. and so he, you see that usually, and he gets away, but he didn't feel it. He got sack fumble, and then that resulted in I think at least maybe it didn't result in points. It might have been a field goal or but something. I can't remember. Either way, it was it was rough, and I, I feel like in this game mm-hmm. you had Steve Spagnolo, absolute who's defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, absolutely dominate Todd Monk in the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. And yeah. it was it was so strange because there were only six carries to running backs all game. Yeah. The previous high previous low across the whole season was 15. Yeah. And it's it, it felt like they're trying to make Lamar 
play more like a Mahomes style. And it's like, he can't, that's not what he's best at. Like, you have to use him and get him out in space and give him the decision if he can take off or not. He just seemed hesitating for doing that. And I just, it's, you're not going to win that game. And I just feel like the Ravens got absolutely punched in the mouth early by that three and out and then that Mm -hmm. march down the drive, march down the field, and then again. Like, it was just... They weren't ready, and it felt like maybe they took advantage of, like, oh, we were the one seed, we're at home, we kind of got this wrapped up, the Chiefs are on a down year, mm-hmm. and it's it, they underestimated it, and it's, I, I well, just, they, they I don't un- know how you They underestimated that. it, and I think there was, like, a fundamental flaw with the offensive game plan, where I think that they, when they went out there and they had that initial three and out, mm-hmm. I think that was, like, they hit the panic button after that. Yeah. And they went, okay. And then the Chiefs go down, like you said, and score on their first drive. And you go, oh, fuck, this isn't working. Our offensive line's getting pushed around. We can't run the ball. We have to abandon that. Yeah. And everything just kind of fell apart from there. And it just it, it just kind of goes to show you, too, that there is a part of it that people talk about with these playoff teams, mm-hmm. about how the Chiefs have playoff experience. Yeah. And to a certain extent, we'll get to it. The 49ers have playoff experience. Mm-hmm. And you could really see some of those differences in both of these games, but you know, especially this one where the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they never looked panicked. No. Like they were there, they were showing up for it. Yeah. Travis Kelsey was acting like a goddamn psycho the whole day. Yeah. But they they were ready for They've it. They've been there. Yeah. And like that's a thing where it's like so many of the players, like the Ravens are definitely a more talented roster outside of, you know, probably tight end and and running back and quarterback. But even but, but even like tight end and quarterback you'd think would be like close, you know? Yeah, like, right. You'd think it would be close, but it that's where it just shows that like there's a reason Mahomes and the Chiefs have been to six straight AFC Championship games and now four Super Bowls. Yeah. Like they've been there. Andy Reid is a phenomenal coach. So is John Harbaugh. But it really does matter where they were never panicked. They they knew exactly what they needed to do. And sure, the second half, it looked like, you know, the offense got bottled up a little bit until mm-hmm. the last drive when they had to have it. And they did to seal the game. But, like, that's the experience factor. And obviously, that's them eating the clock, which they did. They yeah. dominated the time of possession in this game. I mean, Mahomes' stat line, sure, it doesn't look like he threw for... It was like 21 minutes and well, 9 minutes like they the showed like half. his career against the Ravens, the lowest he's ever thrown for against them is like 340-something. Like, it's insane. Like, he just mm-hmm. absolutely dominates, and yeah, only 241. But they were efficient. That's the thing. And, like, they they had the better game plan, and that's why they won. It's not. It shouldn't be a shock. They were not gifted a win, I don't think, by any... Thing other so, than the Ravens shooting themselves in the foot. No. I wonder if it yeah. was Andy Reid going big brain and yeah. the whole season just being like, "We're going to act like we're not very good, <laughs> but we're going to get we're going to get into the playoffs fine." Yeah, and then we're going to they turn were doing it load on. management, and that's what, in they, the NFL, that's what they did. I mean, the only thing with this game is they did kind of turn into the Chiefs of the second half during the regular season, where mm-hmm. they just don't score for some reason. Yeah, they but but even that, it, but they, but they can maintain it. Yeah, but, we saw but, it but even on like times. a smaller setting, you talk about okay, let's not you know let's not show all of our powers and all that stuff. I bet I bet I bet Andy Reid went up to MVS and was like, I want you to drop like a bunch of balls this year, <laughs> so that on fourth down when we gotta have it yeah. or third or whatever the hell it was, yeah, it was like and, third and nine. Yeah, they're like eight. it's going to you because yeah. they'll never see it coming. Well, and it's funny because <laughs> that that play that he caught. He dropped that exact ball where he was like falling onto his back earlier yeah. in yeah. the year. Yeah. yeah, it like hit off his face. Yeah, like well, and, and even and even that one where like I don't think he needed to fall down for that. I think it was more <laughs> of just like 
he probably <laughs> got to the spot maybe because he is really fast. Obviously, he got to the spot maybe a little early. He's like, I don't want to try to. Yeah, I think he was slow going slow down. Like a, safe, I, a safe, like well, all right. Let's his, just his brain, his brain probably like shifted. Like you know, in like Star Wars, like all power to the shields. Like his brain went all power to the hands. Yeah. And he just his legs just stopped because he was like, I need to focus on hands. Right it was now. like a it was like a, a center fielder <laughs> running up and making like just like a basket catch as he slides. Like yep. he's just like, this is just more safe. Like yeah. I take the legs out of the equation. I don't want them in there. I need less body <laughs> yeah. to deal with right yeah. now. <laughs> and and so like you know we talked about how Kelsey was uh, this season the worst that we've seen him in I don't know. Uh, decade like I, like I think it's but not. this this when the playoffs happened like especially today like he is still he's still that dude like 11 catches on 11 targets 116 and the touchdown yeah i like he he came to play like he had to have it and a lot of this time he's going against he's either being guarded like by roquan smith kyle hamilton like mm-hmm. this is a this is the number one defense and he they had zero answers for him no, it was it was impressive. I think that uh, you know reports of of Travis Kelsey's death have been greatly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Was he always this angry? I don't remember. He's always been like. I mean, he's he's I there. I feel like he hasn't been that much of like a direct shit. He's been like a big celebration guy. I yeah. always felt like he had like a positive vibe. I though. think that the the chip was definitely on there. But people were calling you know the downfall of Travis Kelsey. Like it was very much talked about. He's well, very he, well he aware of that. He shouldn't have sucked for like two months. Well, you know, yeah. it happens. He didn't suck unless unless <laughs> Andy Reid told him to suck for two months. Um, yeah, so like this was a game where it one team executed, one team didn't, and yeah. the, the Ravens got down in the red zone a couple times in the fourth quarter. Turnovers both times. Zay Flowers had an all time bad sequence where he, <laughs> he this and the thing is like the taunting call. So this is it was a long catch where he made. And it was on Sneed, and this was a game. I think this was well, like it was his a blown coverage. This was like the second completed pass in the second half yeah. for the Ravens, and like he gets up and he first of all pushes Sneed, like rolls him over. Sneed was kind of grabbing him. I don't not know. Really. I don't. I don't care about that. It was. It was borderline. I mean, it was not borderline taunting. Like it was taunting. Like he he pushed him off like over, and then he threw the ball down at him, and then stood over him. I think you should be allowed to it, taunt in the playoffs. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I think you should be able to taunt anytime. You're yeah. in the top league. Probably the most popular league besides soccer. If we're, if, it's, it's if we're okay showing Taylor and Travis just sucking face on national television, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think the taunting is any worse than that for the kids at home. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think I don't even think the kids would really notice the taunting. I don't think that, you know, if they're young enough that, like, they're impressionable, I don't think they're paying that close attention. You then have not been around kids enough. The kids these days are monsters okay yeah, well i get it on a daily real. basis they're, they're always they're, they've always been that they're, they're, no they're they're really like hyper monsters do now. the kids like, taunt page they are <laughs> ruthless like, like they, no, no they throw they they throw chairs they throw fa- like they are violent get, is that get heavier it's, chairs yeah uh i mean zay flowers threw a football he also he also, like, he also like tried to smash his hands yeah. after. It looked, well, I think he, it looked like he tried to like spin <laughs> the football. Hands, you betrayed me. <laughs> yeah, and so then he then the next play happened where you know he gets a pass, kind of like a little slander across or across the middle, and he you know tries to dive. The jets, yeah. he hits the jets and tries to dive. And this was I, I think it would have been first and goal. It was a first down. Yeah, it was a first down, and it would have been even another first down. Like it was. They were on the the edge there of scoring. They're going to score if mm-hmm. he just doesn't. If you don't do hold that. that ball out, you go down on the one. And and he dives yeah. for the for the end zone, and 
it was Sneed comes in it was Sneed. and has a perfect punch. It's the need for punches Sneed. it out, and the Chiefs recover in the end zone. And there's uh, minus at least three points, probably seven. Most likely seven. Most likely seven. And then in anger, he was slamming the, at the bench. He like, lacerated his hand. He like tried to hit the bench with his palms, and he hit the helmet in, in route to the bench. Yeah. And it was it a was very awkward little situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's not, it's it was not a rookie good. Moment. It yeah. was, yeah, he got rookie brain, yeah. uh, all over the place over there, which, which is a bummer. Cause I think Zay Flowers is a really fun no, player. He's a really fun player. I mean, yeah. I was, su- I, I, we, I've been on this show saying like, remember like talking about it, like, mm-hmm. I really liked him out of Boston college. Like yeah. he's a really fun, fun player and it's, it's a fun play style. And I think though that's again is the overarching inexperience that the Ravens have. Yeah. And it just, you can't do it in that moment. And it, well, you and know. the experience that they do have was was not there. No, like like what did Odell Beckham Jr. do in this game? Nothing until like the last drive he, where he, he caught two passes. <laughs> he caught two passes for like fifteen yards, yeah. and then he Three hugged, passes, and then sorry. he hugged Zay Flowers while he was crying at the end of the game. Which sure, it's a nice thing to do, but like, dude, where the hell were you the whole day? Like, what yeah. what happened? Yeah, to be fair, Odell's major success in the playoffs was when he was like receiver two, three on a Rams team. Yeah. And then he tore his ACL. And he had like a really nice like minute. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. He and then, then he yeah. was like, I'm out of the rest of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. I just, it, watching this game, it just got to suck to be a fan of like the Ravens, Bills, Bengals. Yeah. Like, and to just know, like they were talking about it on a PMT a little bit where it's like, you know, you think about, uh, you know, back during the Brady era mm-hmm. and like the Roethlisberger's and the Flacco's and you know yep. some of those other guys in the AFC where it's like they would be looked upon differently if he wasn't there because they would have gotten to more Super Bowls. Oh, 100%. You know? It's like when one team is kind of monopolizing the appearances and yeah. every year you go out in the playoffs and no matter what happened during the year, they're going to be there in some capacity yeah. and you're going to have to deal with it. And this year it was like, you know, you had to deal with it at home and yeah. you still lost. And the fact that he's doing it, arguably this is like the worst Super Bowl team that the Chiefs have had. Yeah. Like the best defense, but offense, worst, worst not even close. Yeah. And like the it's the, the fact that he's doing it to these guys, Rishi Rice is probably going to be a very good football player, but he's he's a rookie. Yeah. Like he's coming into his I own mean, role. I would, I would say he's less talented than Zay Flowers like, yeah, in I, a I, vacuum. Yeah, like I just think like it... Well, it's it, insane because this is this is Super Bowl number four yeah. in six seasons, and the other two they just got to the AFC Championship and lost to to uh, Tom Brady and then Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah, like that's it. Well, and, and, and it's like it, it's just so crazy because you know if you're a fan of one of these other teams, what do you even what do you even do because yeah. you have your guy. You know, if you're a fan of like you know the Jets or something like that, one of these other teams, and you're like, we got to get our guy. We got that's what yeah. our focus is. But if you have a Lamar, you have an Allen, you have a Burrow, guys like that, they've done the supposed hard part. Already. Yeah, like they they're like we have the guy, and it doesn't matter. Like it's still it, we might as well not have the guy because it doesn't seem to do anything. Yeah, when you have, it must be so fucking frustrating. Like that's why I'm I, I'm so fucking happy our teams are not in the AFC. Yeah, because you at least we're. Like we could lose in the Super Bowl to the Chiefs, like that well, could happen. And, well, and anyone can beat the Chiefs like once, <laughs> yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So it's like you can talk yourself into it, where it's like if you face them in the Super Bowl, maybe something. You know, the Bucks beat the the yeah. Chiefs, and Every that was Sunday. Brady, but yeah. 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 But these these teams that have to you know just go up there in the playoffs every single year. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's a bummer. I of course now you know they're 
crazy things of the like, stats have been coming out. If the I'm sure you, I don't know if you've seen this one. If the Chiefs do go on and win the Super Bowl, they will have passed the the 07 Giants for the hardest Super Bowl path by opposing DVOA in NFL history by like five percentage points. 07 wasn't the perfect season, right? It was. It was. Okay. It was. So it, it, they they would be the hardest path to get there. I mean, you Sheesh. look at, you look at the the differential. They had to beat the top in the first first three rounds of their playoffs so far. They had to beat the top three teams by point differential in the AFC. Like it, it's it's insane, and two of that on the road. Yeah, and they're doing like it, it's it's dumb. And I know everyone's just like, oh, it's, it's so tired of Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed and all that. It's I mean, fatigue. I'm there. Yeah, it's fatigue. But then you you look at Mahomes has now played 17 postseason games. Mm-hmm. His season that's a, that's a full season. Okay, it was 14 and three record. Okay, 67.4 completion percentage, 4,800 yards. Okay, 458 rushing yards, 39 uh-huh. passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, and only seven interceptions. Uh, Kelsey I mean, has that's has pretty now, good. Kelsey now has 17 games in the playoffs with Mahomes. Okay. His season in those just that games would be 133 receptions, 1,516 yards, 18 touchdowns against what should be the best competition in football. And that's like what, that's what's so weird. That's why it feels like they were just hanging out all year. Yeah, where they were like having weird, struggly games yeah. against bad teams. Yeah, they they just know they're like we just need to get get ourselves. You know, I, if we go through some struggles, just get into the playoffs. And the experience and the guys that we have that have been there, and obviously coaching, yeah, we're not gonna make. They're not gonna make many mistakes. You have to play so perfect against the Chiefs, yeah, and that still might not matter. Like well, Josh I, Allen and the Bills a couple years ago didn't matter. Well, like, and and I think that this is kind of the turning point here, where you know I've been getting sick of the Chiefs for a while. I've yeah. been kind of in that process because I used to, you know, back when Mahomes was like in his first or second year type of thing. Yeah. You know, I I was relatively pro Chiefs, but and it was I got to be anti Brady that one Super Bowl which yep. didn't go very well. No, um, it was the washed year, yeah. <laughs> the year that limited for me. Um, but I, I I think I'm ready to crown the Chiefs as like the you know the enemy now. Like, yeah, I, I I think I'm fully out on the Chiefs going forward until otherwise noted. Like America's it just, team. Yeah, well, it's just I'm sick of like they've they've reached Patriots status with me. Where I'm just I am as sick of them as I ever was of the Patriots, and they haven't been to as many. But you hit a ceiling where it's like, all right, I'm just maximum if, sick of. If you they now. do win, if they do win this Super Bowl, then he is literally. On he's like he's got three Super Bowls in six years as a yeah. starter, which that's what Brady did. Yeah. But then you look at the numbers, obviously, it's insanely in favor of Mahomes. Like it's it is crazy because well, there's, we no, lived, there's no tuck rule for Mahomes. There, we lived in a we Asterisk. lived in a in a a time where we saw it. We're like, okay, surely we're never going to see a guy win seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. But then this guy comes around with Andy Reid. It's like Andy Reid's only sixty five. Mm-hmm, he could coach mm-hmm. another ten. So it's all about what he wants. Like he's yeah. not going to go somewhere else. The only way he's going to go out is if he retires. Yeah. But like, why would he leave? He has Mahomes for forever, and like, I just, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I, it is insane, and it's a, it's well, a like, fun time as like an object. Like, just taking a step back. I know you don't like it, but like, it is really insane to see. Like, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't care about the history. I'm, no. I, I'm sick of the colors. I just, I don't want the red anymore. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing well, it's fucking red and I white. Hate, I hate to tell uniforms. you what the Super Bowl is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of red. Well, definitely dep- not. Depends burgundy. on who you ask. Definitely yeah. not. Hopefully burgundy. they both wear red. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly confused. different. Just get confused. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. So like on the way home, 
I, I flipped on the rest of the the game because yeah. this was a big topic of are the Niners burgundy or not, and everyone burgundy or red, except one person said uh, they were burgundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, I was listening on the radio, and they literally said. The scarlet, like red of the Niners, and the gold pants, and the gold helmets, well, like, and I was well, like, like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> when when we looked up the the name of the specific color, yeah, the, the RGB, like it's Forty Niners red, it's red. It's what they. It's the official color. <laughs> if anything, they're referred to as scarlet, never burgundy. <sighs> yeah, people that shall remain nameless, I I maintain are are slightly colorblind. I just we, we, this is not the first time this has happened to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Jalen. <laughs> Shocker! Uh, I don't have anything else on this game. No, um, I, mean, I feel it's... I feel sad for Lamar. Just in general, I don't know. Yeah, Paige was sad. She wanted Lamar. She was. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. very upset. I did not want to see Patrick Mahomes again. Wait, so Paige was cheering against Taylor? She was cheering for her fantasy uh, quarterback, and okay. yeah, she's like saying, and her justification was. The Chiefs have won already so much. Give, you know, mm, so it, it'd be fair, nice. It's a fairness. It'd thing. be n- nice for another guy like Lamar, like to, yeah. to win it. You know, mm-hmm. like you know. And so I, I respect that. Yeah, the Chiefs should have done like the nice thing and been like the the dad playing his kid and pick up basketball and let him win. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, did, so you, you did listen to PMT. So did yeah. you? How? What are your What are your thoughts on Mahomes? Is just the guy just taking bullets for his his team, and that's why he was complaining so much this year to take the attention off no. of his receivers and never blaming See, his and, receivers. And that's part of it. Where I was talking about, they've reached like full villain mode. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if there's a more annoying player in the NFL to me, and I'm including like guys that play for rival teams and things like that. Aaron Rodgers has been like that. Now you opened your eyes. Well, Aaron Rodgers is kind of different though, because I don't find Aaron Rodgers that annoying on the field. I find him annoying. Well, on, you didn't get to watch him. I'm not playing Pat for the Mac- Packers. Well, other than three plays. That's true. Yeah, give we, it time. Give it a season. You're gonna be like, oh, we got, okay. we got a very small amount of field. I get it uh, this year, but but no, at, at Mahomes on the field because I feel like he doesn't really pop up. You know, off the field, he doesn't do a lot of interviews or things like that. But on the field, and I know I told you about this, where mm-hmm. he the the Ravens uh, the Chiefs punted it and it bounced out of bounds. And the ref runs out to spot where it went out of bounds. And Patrick Mahomes wanders over there in his big coat and is like, I, I think it actually went out of bounds way up here. I, 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 he, I'm like, it's a punt spot, dude. Yeah, but, Shut up. But like they, The refs are terrible at that. No, it has nothing to do with you. Like I can overlook, even though it annoys Field me, position. I can overlook the like, oh, that was roughing. Oh, that was pass interference. All quarterbacks do some of that. But when you're like going out there, like trying to talk about like the punt spot or he's going to be like, t- you know, trying to call out offsides or something like that on the other team. Yeah. He's going to be like on the line looking at it right next to the side judge, like in his ear, like I think that guy's offsides right there. <laughs> it's fucking dumb, dude. It's a, it makes you unlikable and you just need to calm down. And it'd be one thing if, your team wasn't winning all the time, but you fucking are. So shut up. Like it's not even, like you're gonna win the Super Bowl again this year. Maybe you got like three and six years potentially, and you're sitting here going, "I think that punt was actually three yards that way." Fuck off. I hate that. <laughs> it's it's stuff like that though. That's why they win. It's, it's winning yeah, the it's margins. the punt spot. Yeah. Winning in the margins, yeah, sure. man. He's just a good teammate. Patrick Mahomes is just giving him all those little edges like, every every. 
The ref is definitely in a better spot to see that than Patrick Mahomes would have been on the sidelines. And it's his it's, fucking it's hard, job. It's hard as so fuck the refs to are really good at their is. job. That's a tune change. But no, no, but it, it, has, like, so, it, it has nothing so to do to with him. Where that ball is going it, out it, when it's, it's up in it's the air like It's affecting that. his team. But like, it does have if you're on the sideline, you cannot see that. We're we're like a year away from the refs. Like you know, there's like a field goal that's like really close at the top of like the pole, and the refs look at each other, and Patrick Mahomes walks down like. Nope, guys, it was incomplete. It actually, I saw it. Don't worry about it. It was inco- like it's just it's dumb, and I wish he would stop. You would be totally cool with it if he was your quarterback. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's that's fair. That's true. There you go. But he's not, so <laughs> like, I, it annoys me. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm honest about it. Yeah, I know. Like I'm like I just I just feel like it's people love to just they need to get worked up about something yeah. with the chiefs and they're like and it's, this is it. it's either taylor swift or it's mahomes and like i don't know i'm, I'm over getting worked up about taylor swift like i honestly don't care so anymore stupid. like cool whatever she's there they, so dumb. they're gonna show her it's still like a little part of me is like why are you showing her when pacheco scores like i don't know it's just show her when kelsey does it because they're dating or right. just don't no one show has, it at all no one has any issues with eminem being shown well, how many yeah. times has Eminem shown? A lot. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I saw one picture. I never even saw him oh, on the broadcast. Yeah, he's, he's shown. Oh. Taylor wasn't really on the broadcast that much at all. She was on the broadcast a fair amount. She, yeah, was, she, she, was, she was in the yeah, pregame hype video which, like seven times. Which, by the way, <laughs> have crazy. an issue with CBS or the broadcast teams, not like with yeah. anything Chiefs related. No, I don't. Like Taylor. Uh, like, <laughs> they don't control that. Some people act like it's her fault they're showing yeah, her. And I'm like, ridiculous. she's just sa- she's standing there. She's not doing she's anything. She's standing there like rooting she, on her boyfriend. She didn't, she didn't like bring a sign or something oh, and is like calling attention to herself. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, She's not, she's not going up to the executives like, you better fucking show me well, at least we eight know? times. Yeah. I mean, She's Dustin. got a lot of influence. Dustin. That's true. Stop. I mean, she could, but I don't think it's fair to assume Sorry, I'm she's just, doing Insecurity I'm, is showing. Stop I'm, it. I'm anti-Taylor. Stop it. I don't like her. We know. Yeah. Don't like her music. Don't like her place in the Her media. boyfriend. If that was I, Kenny Chesney, you'd be like, yes, let's fucking go. I don't, no, no, I don't, let's go. I don't really like Kenny I mean, Chesney. He's Eminem. a dick. You literally said yesterday... I only like Taylor like early albums. Oh, when she was country, yeah. Girl, that's, that doesn't that's mean it. I like Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's an asshole. I definitely like her country albums. Better. I I literally just pick a random country artist and that's like famous and that's not that's what you're harping Luke on. Luke Bryan. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Oh, Luke, Luke Combs. No, he's married. Luke Combs. Chris really, Stapleton. Don't listen. to You'd be one loving. It. Who do you listen to then? Let's play. Not play this guessing game. I don't listen to anyone that really plays anymore. So you listen to classic rock? Yeah. He, okay. He's like, I'm a purist. <laughs> and if it's country, if it's country, I'm listening to like Toby Keith. I mean, Dustin, most of the classic rock guys still play. They're just obscenely oh, yeah, not, old. Not a lot. Like <laughs> yeah, some like of them still do ACDC's their farewell tours. ACDC still rolling around just, out there. They do their like fifth farewell tour. Yeah. Your insecurity is running rampant right now. So I think we're going to move on to that. I can't game. believe we've given the Lions this much of a pass or we got off on this giant tangent. We could talk about the other game. Oh, we're going to talk about the other <laughs> game. Uh, well, yeah, let's, let's get to the NFC set of things. Okay, the Lions, uh, they fell just short uh, to the 49ers, losing 34-31. to um, Well, it, you know, at least it was close. Yeah. They, they covered. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So this, <laughs> this was a all-time collapse by the Detroit Lions. Yes, take it from someone who has seen several uh, anti-49ers collapses. And and I know we we have we have several things here right, where we we have kind of prepared. We talked about it, you know, before we recording here. Lions fans, um yeah. welcome. You finally 
finally now know what true heartbreak is. <laughs> Welcome to the playoffs. As a fan, uh, you have never sniffed any real success. You've obviously still never been to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But this was the most devastating loss in your franchise's history. So you can Correct. now at least say, we've at least been there. Now, this is a PSA to you for saying, we were so close, we're going to run it back and be right there. Um, Lions fans, everyone in the NFC North has said that exact thing. Yeah. Multiple occasions. Vikings, 98, 09, 2017. Uh, <laughs> the many years in the mid-2000s. Well, the Packers would say, we're running the it back, Packers, and they would do the same exact thing again. And <laughs> it would just, it would keep, it, it's, it's Lucy, for, you know, pulling the football away from Charlie Brown, or yep. Sally, yep. pulling the ball away from Charlie Brown. The Bears, they at least had it when they lost to Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. when they lost to the, the Eagles. Well, I'm in NFC Championship games here. Uh, when they lost then to the Packers, when mm-hmm. the Packers, when Rodgers got his one Super Bowl, like, and the only reason the NFC North got there is because one team technically had to. You are in the <laughs> NFC North. You have been indoctrined now. We are a bunch of chokers. There is something about our division in the air mm-hmm. where we just cannot. Find a way. I D- mean, Dustin's doing it more yeah. there. Yeah, what are you... All right. No, no, <laughs> The listen. Bears are one and one in the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about... <laughs> the Packers about, are what, like five the, I'm, and... I'm having to lower it down. Two? I'm having to lower Vikings it down. Vikings are what, 0 and 4? Yes, I'm having to lower it down for the Lions because they've never been to the Super Bowl. We can't talk about Super Bowl because they never got to that stage. NFC Championship games, how many times have they lost well, for you? Once, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost a Super sure. Bowl. In yours, what do you have? Four? Fucking bunch of them. Yeah. I don't Viking even in my lifetime, three. So it's like this you are not different. You're not unique. This is a, a situation where it's only going to get harder. But it's if, not if a only sure someone thing. would have warned them yeah, if several o- weeks if ago. If only one show said, <sighs> guys, baby, don't start trying to cash the checks uh-huh. like the, the receipts will come you cannot you cannot sit there and be like we already but, won it but adam it was detroit versus everyone yeah well everybody won <laughs> <laughs> you lost <laughs> so detroit you're probably gonna lose ben johnson yeah. you're gonna have to pay jared goff probably 50 million dollars a year more than he's probably worth amon Ra will have to be paid mm-hmm. uh penny sue will have to be paid your defense is already garbage <laughs> yeah yeah you're not you're not a special thing. If you you talk about getting there, the the Niners, you're like, okay, well they have a head coach who has a a system that every team is trying to replicate. Mm-hmm. They are not in your category. The other two that have been there repeatedly, the Chiefs and the Patriots, they had a generational, probably one of the best of all time, if not the best of all time type of player at quarterback in Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, and you can argue the greatest coach of all time with Bill Belichick or Andy Reid. You are not in that class. You are in the other 29 franchises. Like this, or the 28 other franchises. You're not unique. It's not going to most likely pan out for you. Yeah. I just, and the Lions fans, they're like getting mad saying, well, we we got super far. We we had a great season. No, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. You were you became how, how massive. Quick, how quickly that tune changes. You became massive assholes this year when you were like yes. the, the the darlings. Everyone loved to root for you, mm-hmm. and then you became big dicks about it all. <laughs> and you just like this. What happens? Like you have to just yeah. own up and take it, and it sucks. But we've all been there. Well, and I and I have a statement to that effect that I'd like to make here. <clears throat> so I like to address them directly, mm-hmm. dear Lions fandom. Hey guys, I heard you had a tough showing this week. Things didn't go the way you'd hoped. You blew a big lead in a big game. And I just want to tell you all 
that there aren't any hard feelings. And to show you that there aren't, I made you this little little participation certificate. <laughs> now, this is kind of bad radio, but you can see here it says, Congratulations to the Detroit Lions for having your first playoff heartbreak. So you can put this right up on the fridge. You can pin it up there, and you can look at Hang it, it every day. <laughs> Hang it from the rafters. Yeah. And you can look at it every day, and maybe it will inspire you to approach next season with just a little bit of humility and some self-doubt that you were desperately lacking this season. Yeah. I know it won't, but just maybe, maybe it will. Better luck next year, guys. Act like you've been there before. They and li- they and I guess that doesn't, I guess that doesn't yeah. pertain. They've at least been to the NFC Championship game, I think, just once. Yeah. And it was never, you know, like is what it was this year. But, like, you literally had the most successful season in your franchise's history. And that resulted in you blowing a 17-point well, halftime lead. Well, and, and and now that we've gotten all the Lions fans to stop listening, we should probably just talk about the game in general here. Yeah. Um, the Lions, I really thought they were going to win. For the you know, I think everyone did. They should have through the first half. They should have won. <laughs> they were they were out in the lead, and the Niners were doing that thing that they've been doing the last handful of weeks, where mm-hmm. they kind of look like shit. Yeah, and it was weird too because with the Packers, I was chalking a lot of that up to a Debo's hurt. B Brock Purdy has little hands and can't. You know, he's got wet little hands. Yeah, he's and he like, can't I grip can't, the ball. I can't grip it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But this this was different. You know, it was perfect conditions. Nothing was going wrong. The mm. defense of the Niners especially was just out of sorts. They source. couldn't get off the field in the first half on they third down. They couldn't tackle anybody. Mm-hmm. They were having these runs where guys were just weaving through the secondary. It was it was weird. And I, I really, I was like, all right, well, it's going to be Chiefs-Lions. Lions will still lose to the Chiefs. Chiefs are, you know, a wagon and stuff like that. I was I was shocked, and I feel yeah. like it all came down to that that Ayuk touchdown. Hundred well, percent. It wasn't a touchdown, but you know, it the, set up a, his neck, his touchdown helmet, like two plays later. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the bouncing ball off of the defender's helmet. Yeah. And from then on, it seemed like the the Niners like they did a switch flip like in in the game, mm-hmm. and they ended up going you know twenty seven to seven run. And I, I'm curious how much of the blame you put on Dan Campbell here. Uh, I don't. Uh, as much because I don't have an issue with the going for it for four on fourth the the last two you know the the crucial times when they didn't when they get could it. have taken a forty eight yard um, field goal and, yeah the, the reason for it I think it was like a forty four forty three uh, okay whatever. and then a forty eight yeah and you have a guy Michael Badgley who is like his numbers are like seventy percent at that which is for a kicker really bad uh, kind, so but I kind of expect Dan Campbell to be one of those like. We, like blind support of his of his player no, type of guys. I, you know? I think the the kneecap biting took over more, and he's like, "We're just going to try to get it back." Well, I mean, and like he did they say, also dropped Riley Patterson this year. So yeah, yeah. and so the reason why uh, the third quarter here, here's what happened in the third quarter, setting up for those really bad things that happened in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a drop pass on fourth down on the first one. It was Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Yep. Uh, and it wasn't an easy catch, but it was probably one he should have made. in the hands. Uh, yeah, and then that was, you know, instead of kicking a field goal, which would have made it a 17-point game, back up three possessions, uh, a potential interception hitting the defender's face mask, as you said, which turned into like a 51-yard catch, which set up a touchdown two plays later, which cut it, 
I believe, to seven points at that point. Yeah. Uh, then the fumble on the very next play for the the, yep. the Lions to start the possession, a drop pass on a would-be third down conversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might have been either – that might have been Amon Ra. He had a couple of drops that looked like usually he catches. Yeah. And he just – I don't know. It was, it was in contact, but usually we've seen it. He catches those. Then it was a punt that should have been down at the one, but they couldn't down it properly. They only, you know, gave him back the 19 yards of field position there. Mm-hmm. The Lions were up 17 to start the third, and it became tied going to the fourth. And yeah. that's when they lost. Like, football is a game of momentum, and they they just couldn't get it. And that's why I don't have an issue because Dan Campbell did say, I went for it on fourth, time, fourth down both times. Because I felt, you know, the momentum was slipping. That would mm-hmm. have been a big swing. Get it right back. Yep. And which I agree. They get one of those, maybe they win. Yeah. I, I well, just, I don't know. And and I think that there's there's a lot of discussion happening around those fourth down calls. And it, I, I am kind of in the same boat as you. I don't, I don't love the decision when you're down 10 and you have a makeable field goal to just pass it up. Yeah. You know, in that situation when you're kind of down to the wire at the end of the game. The thing that I think is dumber than that either of those fourth down decisions is the uh, was it third down and goal when they ran the ball and then had to burn a timeout. well to be fair when they were down by 10 they did get the touchdown on fourth down no but they got lucky on that one but the ravens fucked it up but had they thrown incomplete pass on third down and then thrown the touchdown on fourth down instead of running yeah they would have had three timeouts yeah the run a regular the run was catastrophic like yeah because now you're limiting yourself to an onside kick and like sure yeah like oh ben johnson's play calling well, Dan's Overrule still hearing. He's still hearing all the play calls. He could say, "No, no, 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 no. Yeah. We are do not put this on the ground." But that's the problem because Dan Campbell, that's his kind of brain of football. He's a psycho. And <laughs> I, the thing is, I don't. If he doesn't go for it on fourth down, he's just going to turn into Brandon Staley, which you don't want. He got bullied, and he became. He would have like extra skin if he, he turned into Brandon Staley. He became like a pushover, he, and he stopped going for it as much as he did. Like, that's how the Lions got there. Yeah. It's just more of, like, the lack of execution in those moments. That's the issue. And that's what we were talking about a little bit with Ravens Chiefs, Mm -hmm. where you can just see which team had been there before. You can see which team... Yeah, and we were kind of cringing at the Niners, going, "Oh, we're underdogs and stuff like that." But they they had a fire; they were able to respond, yeah. you know, to a Lions team that maybe they didn't take seriously in the first half. I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah they they looked in control coming out of halftime. Oh yeah, and you could see the Lions like kind of panicking. You know, yeah, you the, could feel it slipping away for a team down seventeen at half. They didn't look panicked whatsoever, and no. they only got a field goal on that first possession. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't matter. They're like, okay, we've got it. We got it down to two scores. Like, we can. We got you get a whole half. We're fine. Yeah. Like, you know, it's all right. Or it, it kind of felt like the Lions. It, they they got carried away with the success right away, and they just completely took their foot off the gas. I mean, there's the video of CD Deuce waving at the Niners fans in like the, the second, second quarter, quarter. In the second quarter when they yeah. went up i think that's when they were up 20 to 7 like they just scored their third touchdown well, and, and it feels like one of those things where I, i've i've kind of I, I like to try and suss out narratives and stuff like that where i always say like a team after like a big miracle victory like then loses the next week mm. Um, because you believe that like you're you're fated to be there like you know god's looking down and he's making sure that you guys get to the next game yeah 
And I think that the Lions got caught up in that a little bit where they got out to this lead and they go, we're going to this fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And they didn't realize that there's still two and a half quarters of football left. Like if I, if the <laughs> Vikings are like, if my team, and I, I'm sure you agree with this, if my team blew a 17 point halftime lead in the NFC Championship my, game. My team is blowing a 16 point NFC like, Championship I, I, yeah, I, I would... I don't know. I'd be, I'd be like just like shitting myself yeah. uncontrollably, upset. Like I'm, all well, the bodily functions would be happening. I, I wouldn't know what to well, do. And, and I'm curious. You know, we'll never have this data to like you know actually measure this. But I'm curious what like the majority of Lions fans were doing when they were up because. Like, you guys saw the way I reacted with the Packers-Cowboys, where, like, I was kind of cautious, and then I was happy, but I was still nervous, and then I got super fucking nervous. Yeah, you didn't talk for the last five minutes of the game. Yeah. Game time. And it was, like, it was, like, a 16-point game at that point. Like, and, and, you know, it... So that was... We were out by even more ahead. Like, I really had nothing to worry about, and there's still... So I'm curious, like, what proportion of Lions fans, given that they haven't had these playoff heartbreaks in recent memory... I think they were... Were, like, celebrating and hooting and hollering. 100% were. That's why I wish they would show Ford Field again. Yeah. (laughs) They just stopped showing Ford Field in the second half. I'm like, wait, I want to look back. I want to see what's going on over there. Yeah. Like, I just... Not not that there's anything wrong with celebrating when your team does well, but you have to have that little gremlin in the back of your mind going, this card all get fucked up. Like, there's there's enough time left. It's not... No lead is safe, you know? It's one of those type of situations. I don't know if you saw on... Um, on the on the Twitter algorithm today, but they're the X algorithm, the, the X algorithm, yeah. yeah. Okay, the uh, our our dear dear friend that you know we lo- are very fond of, or at least Vikings fans are, uh, Phil. Phil from a Phil from a oh, score north over there. Oh, that guy. Well, he's he, in the, was he, he was out of the lab enough to tweet. He was out of the lab. Oh my god! And okay. he was tweeting out. I'm I'm so convinced he actually just hates the Vikings, and this is all a massive bit. Yeah, because he was getting mad at. At Vikings fans for talking like I think he was he created this thing after one Vikings fan said like only one NFC North team beat the Niners this year and <laughs> it was just it's just a thing yeah whatever sure months yeah. ago I mean, it and like in the moment yeah like I'm I, that was our best win of the year yeah and it was without and he's like oh he's like they made a I mean, big I feel banner. like that was your that's still your best and win of the year it is yeah, yeah. and he said like congrats like uh, we we beat the Niners uh you know in October. When they, and they asterisks and said without when they had no Debo Samuel or Trent Williams and then it's and like Brock Purdy was concussed and they completely were like everyone's like wait are you just going to ignore the fact that we didn't have a certain receiver in that game too and then he created like a something Qu- quarterback like, no like, we had we had you didn't have Kirk during that game. yeah we did no Kirk, yes we did really Kirk balled the fuck out on Monday oh, night oh yeah. no you're right you're right yeah you're right. And, and that was like one of that was right before the the Packers game mm-hmm. um so it was his last full game. Of the season, Rip. and so yeah, it was just it was just funny where I'm like, okay, this guy, it's like, it's God forbid, just... fans are like, hey, that that was fun when we beat them a couple months ago. We're not saying like, yeah, we were the fucking give, best. It's like, give us Jesus a ring, Christ. Well, and, and there's always stuff like that, you know, during the game, especially like the first half when the Lions are beating the Niners, yeah. and there was a lot of uh, you know Bukowski and tweets about mm-hmm. uh, you know the Packers could have beaten either been, of these been the teams. Super Bowl, and like. And like, sure, maybe like playing the, I, who playing knows? The if like, game is yeah, you play, can always work it, work it to win your yeah. argument. Like, like, oh, the the, bill, the Bills could have beaten the Chiefs or the Ravens this week. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. and like, like, but they didn't. You can't like, <laughs> you can't prove that heads or tails. It yeah. doesn't matter. They lost when it mattered. Like yeah. that's the problem like, here, guys. You, we're we're no longer in the playoffs. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like yeah. It's, it happens. So the, the, I I have one question though about this. Did mm. The Lions already blow their shot 
I talked about this in my little rant. Ben Johnson's probably leaving for Washington. Ben Johnson is a big deal. And I think that there's a, a larger conversation that needs to be had. The Lions did this thing where they rebuilt except for the quarterback position. And also a lot of the guys on defense, like these impact players are one year, like rentals or like they, so they have a, they, them and the Ravens have an absurd amount of free agents Mm -hmm. after this year. And it's like, there's going to be a whole lot of new faces and it's only going to get harder. I think that, I think that this season, you know, as a whole for the lions is it's gotta be positive because you did get to the playoffs. You won the division for the first time since it was the division type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's an, I think it's a positive now, granted, you know, you got your playoff heartbreak in there, but I think that it was a culture change. And I think to that end, Dan Campbell is a successful coach this season in spite of everything. But I don't know if this is something they're going to be able to replicate going forward because you have good pieces, but you don't have the most important piece. Yeah. I think what they need to hope for is some sort of like Kirk Cousins to the Vikings type of situation where they're not going to be low enough to draft no. like a, a top guy in the next couple of years. They're going to no. be talented enough and good enough that they're going to be stuck, you know, in the middle at best. Yeah. So I don't really know where they go from here because it feels like you're going to lose, you know, probably your offensive coordinator at mm-hmm. least. And your, which is a big deal when he's your play caller. <laughs> yeah. And your quarterback situation, like, I, I don't know. I always they're, feel they're going to give Goff an extension. I always they feel, have to. Yeah. I always feel bad shitting on Goff because I don't mean to. I think Goff is a is a fine quarterback, but he is not an elite top level guy. He no. just isn't. He never has been and that's fine. You like you don't necessarily need that to get to the Super Bowl, but yeah. if the Lions want to have staying power, they're going to need a guy. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, one just they they had a guy and he just retired, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> he was he was, you know, one of one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's he's going to go coach high school football all, all pro now. teammate, yeah, all pro teammate. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. I they, they showed him on the sidelines and I had one of the Oh yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, the yeah. Lions. Well, there's that shot of like him leaving the facility <laughs> with, with Dan, Dan Campbell, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, everything, you know, fair, fairly well, Teddy. Go go be a good I, coach in Miami. I, guess, I, I think Dan likes Teddy because he could like actually eat Teddy. Like Teddy's so skinny. Every <laughs> every type. Like, it's it's the reason why Zimmer loved Teddy. He's like got he, the slimmest he's, kneecaps. He's like the the game manager guy that is not going to ever push back on nope. you. You know, he's just like yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm I'm with you. I bet Jared Goff loves Teddy. You oh, know, because yeah. like Teddy right Teddy's right there, and yeah. he's like, don't worry, man, I'm I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just hanging it. out. Yeah. <laughs> Hendon Hooker, the other guy they took, he's like, yeah, I, I probably won't be coming either my my body's all broken but maybe and he's like 45 already yeah. like, <laughs> like I, I just i don't know i don't know the nfc north is is in a weird place and i don't think that the night the lions like other teams are you could make an argument for each of them saying like they're gonna at least be improving whether they're gonna enough to catch them but the night the lions yeah. they're gonna have a first place schedule which does matter it's mm. even only though it's two games you're still getting those division winners like Two games can swing a division yep. easily, and then you're you know you're you're in a lot of changes, and well, it's going to be harder. Yeah, I mean, because you got the Packers, young team getting better. You got the Bears, tons of draft capital in yeah. the process of some sort of rebuild, maybe with you know a really highly touted quarterback coming in in a couple months. Possibly. You have the Vikings who are going to draft Michael Penix at eleven. <laughs> so it's like they're definitely not. <laughs> you got they're absolutely. You got three other young quarterbacks that are going to be Hall of Famers, and uh, all three of them. I just I, I think it's funny that the lack of you acknowledging <laughs> the Vikings yeah. could trade up into the top ten from eleven 
and you just saying, nope, that's impossible. It's impossible. It's, it's so funny. You want to draft Penix at 10? No. I, I'm so <laughs> not wanting Penix. Even though he's got like tra- tra- 10, 10 like inch and like seven eighth hands. Hell yeah. He's got massive Let's hands. Go. I guess. <laughs> he dwarf. Like he makes he makes Brock Purdy look like a little boy. I want you guys to trade up to two and draft Penix. <laughs> just no. It's not happening. Oh, yeah. Trubisky. Not happening. Yeah. Uh, what kind of car does Penix drive? <laughs> you can't talk about Trubisky in a negative way. You yeah, hang cannot. on. You're like the Trubisky yeah, guy. You can't t- like throw shade at Trubisky. Yeah. I like Trubisky, but but you were just, just shitting on Trubisky. No, tri- I was saying you move up to two to get to get a, a guy, guy that's not we're, projected we're, to be a top three guy. Okay, okay, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> I feel like there were some connotations with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. We don't think that Penix no, is going to work. Just stating that that's what the Bears did. Okay, you know? all right. Sure. And it worked out so it well. Did, it did. We yeah. had one really good season with him. Yeah. It wasn't at all because of your defense getting like a million touchdowns. Well, they definitely didn't get a million, but <laughs> it was close. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Double doink. Close, Double no, doink. Shut up. Closing <laughs> thoughts. I like we, we, we talked to Lions fans enough. 49ers. I, I'm glad they won because now I can just fully cheer for them. Which I was wild, I, wild by you. Well, I, I I wasn't sure going into this NFC Championship like where I was gonna land on that. And as soon as the game started, I was like, Nah, fuck the Lions. Like I, I, I it 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 switched pretty quick. Where I was like, Oh, you were thinking about rooting for the Lions? Well, I, I wasn't, I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Like you being on the Niners now, I'm like, Oh, I feel like you can't root. Like you you're hoping that like a meteor hits the stadium. No, I can I can cheer for Brock. I kind of like Kittle when he's not like talking shit on McAfee or whatever the fuck he was or doing. Or beating your team. Yeah. Like that's the Niners have like. I feel like we've never lost because of Kittle. Like it's always the running backs that get us. Like didn't, he score, didn't he score a touchdown? He did. He did score a touchdown. I feel like it's normally your team. Yeah. You guys Wasn't were, that like, enough to beat project- you? You were yeah. supposed to beat them like by yeah. a shitload and you lost like 13 to 3. Yeah. When? Like a couple two years, years ago. ago. Was when, that was when you guys were the one seed. Whatever it was. Yeah, and you guys lost thirteen to three. Oh, I don't know. What? Whatever. I don't. I don't blame Kittle for those, but because he's he's been on part of my take, and he's he's funny. So, um, Kirk Cousins been on part of my take, and they he was not he's funny. Not funny. They not, warmed up onto him. He he wasn't funny, and Kevin O'Connell was on PMT, and he was un unlistened toable. He was so boring. I don't think that's a word. It, it's some multiple words. Yeah. <laughs> You're an English major. Figure it out. <laughs> it's hyphenated. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was hyphens in there. I, I, you didn't hear them? I, I definitely said sure. them. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to cheer for the Niners. Um, just not the Chiefs. They, I also feel like there are guys on the, the Niners that kind of deserve a ring, you know, like the Kittles of the world and the Debos and things like that, where it's like, no one on the Chiefs besides Mahomes and Kelsey, I feel like, is is at that level. Chris Jones. Pretty damn okay, good. yeah, I guess there's some defenders too. There's some but, defenders that yeah. are really damn good. Yeah. So you just don't want Marquez Valdez Scantling to get another one. That's fair. Yeah. Another one. Did like he, he has one? Didn't he have one? Was he on the team last year? Oh, he might have. I been. think he was on their team last oh, year. Fuck. If he has he's gonna have two rings. <laughs> he's gonna have more than Rogers. Actually, but then would they give Kadarius a ring? Yeah. Unless they cut him. <laughs> they could. <laughs> they, they'd give him the ring and he'd, yeah. he'd tip I mean, it up in the air and someone knows? else would After take it. After the way he was acting on his Instagram he, live or whatever, yeah, yeah maybe they do cut him. It's weird because we, we were saying it too when that like was happening yesterday and it was like he made that same accusation about the Giants. They were lying about his injuries. So either yeah. two uh, franchises are doing the same thing to like screw him over for some reason or he's... And, and both, both those here. teams are just trying to be nice and not like just say like yeah we're not you dressing because he sucks yeah like, no 
Like, dude, chill out. You just had a baby. Go go be a dad. Like, just chill. You know what I want to happen? I want it to come down to, like, the Chiefs are, like, the Niners need an onside kick in the Super Bowl. And, like, for some reason, like, everyone <laughs> dies and Kadarius Tony has to be, like, the hands guy. Oh, God. And then no matter what happens, it'll either be, like, the biggest redemption arc or, like, the most clear fuck-up that's ever happened. Oh, no. (laughs) That would be so funny. Uh, All right. Let's get get to the last bit of the show here. Talk about some news. Okay. We've got some coaching hirings here that have happened. There's only two teams that still need a coach as of recording. Uh, We have Jim Harbaugh is back in the NFL. Yep. I know I put out a little... Quick reaction to it, um, but yeah, he's back with the Chargers, or he's down the Chargers now. He actually back because he did play for the Chargers. Well, we were we were talking yesterday. Huge month for Jim, yeah, uh, with big uh, month. with John losing and him winning the, the college championship, football championship, yeah. and now he's on the Chargers, which I would say is probably one of the better jobs, just because you get a quarterback out of it. Yeah, I guess you are in a tough division. Is it going to be a tough? Conference. Is it going to be good for? I mean, will I? Should, will they win more with, than they have? Sure, but like. I don't, I don't know if, if uh, Herbert's numbers are going to really improve. Well, so here's the thing that I'm I'm going to be very interested to watch with this one. Harbaugh is notably a pretty intense guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think we can all say that. Uh, Justin Herbert is not. No, he's like, a like, he's, quintessential Cali boy. Yeah, he's like very chill yeah. and like doesn't Big love like the spotlight necessarily. Like yeah. he's kind of awkward with Unless the social media team. Commercial. Yeah. yeah, then he's he's just average um but so i'm I'm gonna be very curious to see kind of how those two personalities mesh because i think jim harbaugh is psycho enough to go like to like decide he doesn't like justin herbert or something like justin herbert doesn't love football enough for me and i don't think i'm not saying that i think that's gonna happen but i think it's possible and that would be wild yeah jim was like we gotta get rid of this guy (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i don't know it's 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 gonna be I don't. I don't know. It's gonna be really weird. Like, you know who we should draft? JJ McCarthy. Oh god, <laughs> that'd be pretty pretty wild. You know, I I think they're gonna be fine. Um, Harbaugh has history in the NFL doing well. Yeah, he was successful. So he's not until gonna. He he's not gonna have it. to. I mean, he might have a little transition in the first couple of weeks, but he'll fit right back in like he was a couple of years ago. I think it's gonna take. It's. I don't think it's gonna be as immediate success like he had with San Francisco. Like San Francisco had the bones already there. Yeah, they were fairly loaded. They the the, the Chargers are not. Like they have issues, especially on defense. They have issues. Mm. And a lot of guys like who's gonna what Eckler's probably gone. Have well, they I'm not, I'm not saying old. they're gonna have immediate success, have but there's new... gonna be immediate they're not immediate improvement, but he'll make improvement by the halfway point of the year, they're going to have a way better year this year than I, they, I would predict, year than they did this year. I would predict barely a sub-500 season yeah. next season, and yeah. then after that, maybe they can get on the, the, the right side of 500 and start actually building something up there. Yeah. Uh, other ones, Carolina Panthers hired Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator uh, from the Bucks. Who? Uh, he, you know. He, Sound like me. I just, I, I'd never heard of this dude before he got hired. Really? No. He, I don't I mean, know. I don't know a lot of of coordinators he's honestly. you know he's a big part of why like baker everyone thought the bucks would suck but like mm-hmm. baker had a really good year you know the offense actually was pretty pretty good and so so um, they hired an offense they, they he's hired... an offensive play caller yeah okay so where who hired him Carolina. i wasn't super listening okay Carolina. gotcha um nah, that that feels that feels it's a tough job because because you got you got tepper who that, that, is just terrible that feels like nobody else wanted to be the head coach of the Panthers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll be really good. Who knows? But 
It well, I mean, you can't get much worse. It will be better for yeah. Bryce Young, most likely. So that's good. Yeah. If he if he could do that with with Baker Mayfield, I mean, like noted bust Bryce Young. You know, the one thing is he will definitely improve their first round draft pick next year. But you guys don't get that one. Yeah, you don't. I get know, that but one. it's going to be better than the first round draft pick they get this year. Well, the first round unless draft they, pick they're getting this year is the, is the best it can be, Dustin. They just have to then give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but the one they can actually use. Like their logo is on it, and then there's the arrow, and it's the Bears logo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they can't use it. No, mm-hmm. but it's they have it until they don't. Yeah. Uh, the, the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders announced that Antonio Pierce. They're removing the interim label on his name so mm-hmm. that's his title so that's good so he I, you know that's he's a big well, player they, guy all the players the, like him they got the label on the door and they're just gonna like sharpie yeah. the like interim so yeah. it just matches so antonio like, pierce uh, becomes their official head coach um this feels i don't know i like I, every time this happens i get like freddie kitchens vibes where yeah. i'm like i don't know if this is a good idea i, I feel like, like we're a, a prisoner cleanser. of the moment it's a palate cleanser well, just, the thing too with interim just for coaches, one year like, <laughs> maybe i don't know like interim coaches almost always have success right out the gate yeah because they're not the guy that got fired you know like there's a bump of just not being that dude yeah but the thing is with it is like then if like in this case i mean i don't know i I feel like they're going to be shit yeah i don't think they got serious roster problems Devontae maybe probably gone quarterback who knows aiden o'connell not look good no um yeah so i don't know i i have a bad feeling about the raiders next year yeah uh atlanta falcons Hired Raheem Morris. They were that was the big kind of a bit of a shock because they yeah. had Bill a couple of interviews, and I I have to imagine that's because Bill probably wanted more control and they're willing to give him. I, I have so, a I have a competing theory. Yeah, I think they're still mad about twenty eight to three, and they're like, call him in, call him, get him for an interview. We'll make him <laughs> sit here all day and talk to us, and then we'll call him in again. Yeah, and we'll we'll be like, oh, we really like you, Bill. We think we think there might be something here. Yeah, and then bam, Raheem Morris. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So Raheem, I I, I don't know. He just doesn't. He's probably going to be fine. I know players love yeah. love playing for him, but he's not. He doesn't move. It seems like an un- move the uninspired choice. Yeah, he he's a defensive guy, right? Uh no, he is an offensive guy. Is he? Yeah. Was he on the 49ers at one point? I uh, believe or the Rams. He comes from the, the Shanahan yeah. world. The, okay, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. I feel like I the world came from him the Rams. With one of those teams. Yeah. He might yeah. be. He might be. I think he's like he's one of those guys. That I think did both. Like well, I know he's he, worked with quarterbacks, but I think he's I, done like defenses now. He was so, the like, Rams passing game coordinator or something like that. Passing game I, coach, wasn't I, he? I think he, his spell, most recent was defense. Rah- if I remember correctly. Raheem. All right, it's it's auto filling for me. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Raheem uh, Morris. Um, he. I don't know how to look up his. So he he certain. Oh, yes, defensive. Yeah, backs, but no, say, but then I, he I was then he was already like he was a wide receivers coach. Oh wait, he was a passing coordinator with the Falcons years ago. He was their interim there, but most recently he's been the Rams defensive coordinator. No, okay, so I'm thinking of um, Zach Robinson is rumored to be uh, the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Who's the Rams passing game coordinator? Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so that that means that we shall be drafting Kyle Pitts very high in fantasy football next season. Yeah. Yeah. Super high. Fool, fool me once. Strike one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other one, we have the Tennessee Titans hiring Brian Callahan. Uh, he was the offensive that, coordinator from big the Big Tom Callahan's son. Yeah, I was going to say, is that Tommy's brother? Uh, <laughs> so he, he, I don't know. That's just... 
probably better for their offense, but like Vrabel, that was just a weird firing. So I don't know. I don't that know. that was shocking because yeah. like they weren't well, good this year, but they weren't like like really bad either. No, Didn't I, they lose like eight in a row? That was Did last they? year. I feel like they I last feel year like, they choked it away. I'm gonna look because I feel like the Titans had a really bad. Dustin's gonna look. I mean, Vrabel went 54 and 45 with them in six years, four winning seasons, three playoff appearances, two and three in the playoff games. I mean. Dustin, they won their last game of the season. Yeah. All right, yeah. It was the year before. <laughs> That's also when like away. teams don't play their starters. No, but that was that the Jaguars were very much trying to win. They missed the, the playoffs Jaguars because yeah. of that. Suck. Yeah. They were one win from the playoffs. One, yeah. two, three. Oh, they got a win there. This, I'm telling <laughs> you, it was the last <laughs> year. It was not this season. Uh, they didn't play very well, though. I mean, you got a guy like Derrick Henry three and games you don't in a row. use him. Well, he's, like, what he's is, falling off the cliff. How does how does Vrabel's record compare to Matt Eberflus, Kevin? Better. Oh, Much shit. Better. But Eberflus has the job Significantly still. Significantly better. Yeah, why? <laughs> God. Guys, he's a really nice guy. Ryan Poles, baby. And Ryan Poles we trust, right? Yeah. Yeah, he can do, he's, they're going to take the North and never give it back. Let's start just now. Ryan Poles or, or nothing. now. Because yeah. yes. the final NFC North team is out. Now the Bears yeah. take their run. Uh, and, and then if it have, doesn't happen this year, it'll happen next year. The last hiring nope. is New England Patriots, which was a very telegraph move. They hired from within. Hired Gerard Mayo is their new head coach. He spent time working on the defense. He was a linebacker coach, longtime linebacker for them. But then mm-hmm. he he's been on the staff for a while. He was kind of already penciled in as like he's taken over. Kraft so. hires Mayo. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is funny nice. because yeah. not, yeah. he, he's not that Kraft, but <laughs> this yeah, is funny he's not that Mayo either. Everyone's yeah. been saying There's for no years Mayo. that either uh, who who's their off, who's their off, uh, McDaniel's McDaniel's yeah Josh. that he was going to be the one that was getting the job, and then he left, and then they were saying that uh, yeah. the he, defensive a, coordinator. Well, uh, he left. To Denver because like cheated, yeah. He, then he it didn't work out, and then he went back crawling back, and then he's like, "I'm gonna go on my own again." Didn't work well, out. Then he like almost he told the Colts like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then he was like, "Nah, just kidding." Yeah. Like he's he's a weird dude. I, but didn't they say that the defensive coordinator was? Didn't he go somewhere too? The defensive coordinator was Patricia, yeah, Patricia. and then he went to the Lions. I don't. Nobody. He, it doesn't work out for no, anybody. Patricia spent recently. But that's as the funny thing is they've had two guys that they were the like, Eagles. "This guy's like gonna be the next Patriots coach." Didn't mm. work out. So how is this gonna go? Well, but this this is different. This is Mayo. Yeah, know? and Bill's yeah. gone. Oh, I've always been yeah. a fan of Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so we just, that's that's all the hirings that we've had for the head coaching jobs. The last two are still available: Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Commanders. So we'll uh, we'll see. We think we Which know one Ben Johnson goes to. I think Dan we know. I think the, the last Commanders. <laughs> He's back. It's the coach. I think the last the the last two are pretty much kind of known. But both those teams were still playing. They're on. It was Ben Johnson linked to the Commanders. And then Mike McDonald, who's the defensive coordinator for the C- or for the Ravens, has kind of been rumored as looking like the favorite for the Seahawks job. So yeah, which means that Bill will be uh, he's waiting, getting a nice year off. He'll be waiting, yeah, yeah. He'll be lurking, yeah, he'll be really like lurking. in the water, like an alligator with just his nose, his eyes sticking out. <laughs> yeah, he just sits there. <laughs> he's got to he's got to get Josh McDaniels get back you. up to speed before he can go somewhere else. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, he's he's gonna yeah. bring him back. Can we talk about uh, my favorite piece of news that's ever happened to me? Yeah. So it, your wish came true, Kevin. Yeah. So about a week or so ago at this point now. Yeah. I mean, it's been. It feels, I think it's like six days. It was like right after we recorded, of course. Yeah. This yeah. is. Uh, we are officially in AB timescale now after Barry because the Packers have uh, shit canned uh, the artist formerly known as Joe Barry. 
uh, still actually known as Joe Barry too. You haven't currently. hired anyone yet, right? No, we have not. Uh, we interviewed several people, including Brandon Staley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe he's a better defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. I mean, he got couldn't, a couldn't job really be for worse, reason, I guess. Yeah. But uh, oh, but, Kevin, it can always be worse. <laughs> it can always be worse. Yeah. So there's a handful. One of the guys that like maybe is the favorite. I forget what his name is, but he's like 32 years old. Isn't he already on your staff? Uh, no, he the, was. Bef- he was before. Okay. Yeah, and then he went somewhere else. So we also fired our uh, our strength and conditioning coach. So maybe Christian Watson's hamstrings will stop being a problem now. Probably not. They're, Probably just, not. they're just trying everything with these Scientists are going to be like, nope, don't yeah. know. You're cooked. They're giving him like bionic yeah, hamstrings. You're done. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm very, very happy about the Joe Barry news. I was getting pretty pessimistic at the end of the season uh, with the Packers kind of playoff run and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like all of the pieces were lining up to have Matt LaFleur come out there and say, oh, we think, you know, Joe's team really, the defense really tightened up at the end of the year and Mm -hmm. same shit he said for like the last couple of years. And it's just so clear that Joe Barry, the league has passed him by. He is not good at this. He does not understand (laughs) like schematically what's happening in the NFL or if he does, he's just unwilling to adjust to it. Yeah. So I am happy Anyone we get is going to be younger, going to be more dynamic. Uh, it, it looks like we're still kind of in that Fangio tree, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So very excited to see who I get to tweet about firing in a couple of years. Um, that will be happening soon. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, following in the footsteps of, you know, Petten and Dom Capers and pretty much every defensive coordinator the Packers have ever had when I've been a fan. Yes. At some yeah. point I have... For uh, sure, since the inception of this show. Yeah, yes. passionately argued for their termination yeah. at some point. Yeah. But uh, no, it's exciting, and it's it's more, it's kind of, I, I had almost made my peace, like not really made my peace, but I was like, they're not going to do it. And I had kind of convinced myself of that. So this is great. Sure seems he's sticking around. Yeah, they well, haven't fired him yet. We did, we did sign a kicker. Um, who was like 40% on field goals from 40-plus yards or something like that. Is so that I, good, Kevin? No, oh. no. Percent actually means out of 100, so it should oh, go all the way shit. up to 100. I it was out of 40. No, oh, that's man. a common mistake. Yeah, so we, we I mean, we we have more kickers than we than we had. We're, we're taking steps. Nice. Making moves. Nice. Yeah. We so. did that last year, but we kept Greg Joseph, so. Uh, yeah, well. Uh, from experience, you're going to stick with what you know. Yeah, I don't know. I Durs. I, I, I hope it's the not. sound it makes when he bonks the the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Special teams. I mean, like I said before, if I had to choose between Basachi uh, and Joe Barry, get rid of Barry. Yeah, hundred times out of a hundred. So yeah, probably I can't I can't complain too much. And uh, unfortunately, on the field more. Yeah, unfortunately, Barry uh, got interviewed for the defensive coordinator position by the Bears. They did not give it to him. Thank God. Fucking Damn. rude. Just just a missed opportunity, Dustin. Yes. He's a visionary. He, think of all the insider knowledge I'm reading, he has. I'm reading about the guy the Bears got right now, and I'm actually kind of excited. Well, yeah. What, what is it? What, what's exciting you about him? Uh, he it's was fake news. the Bills' assistant head coach and defensive line coach, and they allowed the fourth fewest points and generated the fourth most sacks in 2023. Okay. So that's good. We just need to get an interior defensive lineman that can get pressure. Don't you have? Is Montez interior? Or is no, he, no, he's, no, he's, he's edge. edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, I wish you the very best of luck with that, Dustin, and I wish your defensive coordinator the best of luck when the FBI raids him next year, <laughs> as is tradition. <laughs> We still don't know why that happened. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we ever will. No. We're never going to know. Unless we join the FBI. Unless Peanut Tillman tells us. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's all I got though. Yeah, it it looks like Brian Flores is sticking around. He never he never got an offer, so that's good. Because he got Maybe found he out. Defense got solved in the back half of the season. I will never not want Brian Flores when I know we could have like an Ed Donatello out there. What so if what I if he gets raided by that. the FBI? <laughs> Would you not want him then? Who cares? <laughs> Play it. He can't do anything. We'll never know the reason why that would happen, so it's all right. It could be fake. He's innocent until proven guilty exactly. in this country. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay. I think that's yeah. That's all I really got on news. We'll we'll should wait we, and see. Uh, should we roll in two minute? Yeah. We're gonna let's let's end this thing with two minute drill. Uh, all right. Um, now I left my phone away from the table, so someone else has to do a timer this why time. Don't you just get up from the table. No, and grab I don't want to take really my quick. headphones we'll, off. We'll fill the time. All right. You can't imagine what it's like to disengage from this and come back. The energy would be gone. Well, why don't you? You're really you got long limbs. Just reach for it. It's a normal app on the phone. It's very easy right. to do a two I, minute. I timer. already have it going. Okay, there we okay. go. <laughs> two minute drill. You guys, like we couldn't possibly. Gonna be starting. Uh, who's gonna go first? Let's, let's, um, have, let's have Dustin go first. We'll, okay. we'll work our yeah, way down to we'll you. We'll just go we'll along just, the table here. Just go right. down the table. All right, ready, set, go. Kevin, what is the worst thing about the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl this year? Um, the worst thing is Patrick Mahomes is really annoying now. I think that's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, no spare Taylor. Taylor. No. Adam, Adam, if Kirk didn't get hurt, would the Vikings be playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, <laughs> no. No, we would not be playing the Super Bowl. Just, oh, bummer. Just fishing with dynamite <laughs> yeah. over there. There's just no subtlety whatsoever. <laughs> no, this is none. Um, Dustin, where does Brock Purdy rank among all quarterbacks in the NFL all right time? now? No, right now. All time. Currently. Uh, three. I'd say like seven or eight. Will he be top five if he wins the Super Bowl? Ask me in the offseason. Will he be top five? You said seven or eight right now. That's the point. Okay. Yes, he will. Uh, Kevin, where do the Lions finish in the NFC North next season, assuming Ben Johnson leaves? Second, but kind of like a close second. So second to the Packers? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) come on. (laughs) What do you think I'm going to say over here? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, How much time I got? A minute. 50 seconds. All right. I can can milk this. Um, Adam, how much is Jared Goff worth? On an extension. Uh, the limit does not exist. I think they need to keep him in Detroit because he is safe, unlike their water. <laughs> but, but, so they really need but, to keep but that. Flint. Jesus. Is that not in Michigan? I mean, it's, you said it's Detroit. Close. Well, yeah. It's pretty damn well, close. How, mu- how much would you give him if you were the GM? Well, I probably would. I mean, he's going to get over 50. So yeah. Okay. 50. 50-ish. Uh, Dustin, the AFC Championship, uh, did it change your mind at all about the draft coming up, given that the common comps for Fields is uh, Caleb Williams and – or the common comps oh, – I fucked this you up. you got to hurry up. we got 10 seconds. Fields and Caleb Williams are Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Does that change if you want Caleb Williams? I don't know which one is which, so I'm going to say no. How do you – what? <laughs> Oh, Kevin. You, 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 uh, you, I, it was too you, complicated. You I got lost. I got lost in it. You start by saying, oh, I got time to milk this. And yeah. then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And then, I, and then I just totally ate that sentence yeah. I wrote on my computer. Just, that was like I Kevin. said all the words in the wrong order. I just mixed them up. What were you, that was like Kevin in the office. Like, I'm okay, so me, good at making me, chili. Me, oh, no. <laughs> let, let, me, let me read my question again. This is not part of two minutes. But, Dustin, did the AFC Championship change your mind on the upcoming draft Given that the common comps for Fields and Caleb Williams are Lamar and Mahomes, oh, in that order. So you're saying that Fields, Fields and, and Lamar are similar. Caleb Williams and Patrick Mahomes have been said that they're going to be similar. Yeah. Well, if 
Williams is a crybaby, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, he paints, yeah. his, paints his nails. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes does that. At, talking from a guy who's a fan of a team that should definitely take Caleb Williams. <laughs> good, good, just good start. No, I, I, I'm, I'm in on Justin Fields. Oh, Dustin, I don't I feel, want Caleb. Williams. This is, it's giving Lauren right now. It's giving like we're we're trying to tell you something. He's digging his heels in so hard. He's like, I have to say this now. Oh no, you Dustin. Can, it's okay to say. Yeah, no I, I probably he's was not. Wrong. He's not good for you, Dustin. No, he's not. Caleb Williams isn't going to be good for us. You've, oh, Dustin, no. but but he might be. Oh, oh. <laughs> he could Fields be any. Might he could be, be anything. Fields might be. <laughs> he could be a I, boat. My, my, I was close to saying who has a higher ceiling, Justin Fields or Kayla Williams, to you. And I now know your answer would I be Justin Fields. I don't know if we can tell that yet. They're both. Who has a, who has a lower floor? I should know this. Yeah, Dustin <laughs> has no idea either. what a floor ceiling means. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was doomed from the start. No, Justin Fields floor. Uh, Justin Fields ceiling is sixteen and one. Caleb Williams ceiling is seventeen and zero. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know that yet. We'll find out if the Bears draft him. <laughs> oh God. Well, we'll find out. So like, if the Bears do draft him, are you going to like actually like take a position on this and get your ass off the fence or like what? No. No, why would I do that? Then I, I think his ass is off the fence. He he so you're wants on the, you're fields. on the field side. He he has yeah. said just now he's like I'm all in on fields. Are you going to change though if they draft Williams? Nope, he's dug uh, in. Are you going to be like this is a mistake? If yeah. Williams starts playing well, I probably will. You're going to change, <laughs> Kevin. I don't want to hear your opinion on this because you flip your script all the time. That's, that's true. Never name true. name forty five times I've done that. The yeah. last like forty five. I think weeks. there's been at least forty five times. Name, this year. I, w- I would like you to name them. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Jordan no, Love. No, <laughs> that's, that only counts as one. Bo Melton <laughs> multiple times. Bo, Luke uh, Musgrave. Bo, Bo Melton. Happened many times. Luke Musgrave. <laughs> Matt Lafleur. I was Aaron Rodgers. Musgrave the whole year. What <laughs> I are you don't talking know if about? You were. You always were talking shit about him staying on his feet. Yeah, you say you can't stand. Yeah, he fell down. It's objectively he falls down a lot. I don't know, he man. He fixed that at the end of the year. I don't know, man. Yeah, like one just, time. He didn't fall down against the Cowboys. Now it's fixed. Uh, it was it was like really looking like he was going to though. He yeah. thought about you it. said he, it. He you did. said it this episode. He almost did an MVS where he's like, I don't need these feet. Like I just need yeah. these hands. What did, what did he say this episode where he was where it was like he was opposing something? Oh, it was Mahomes crying about the punt yeah. thing but he yeah. was like if that was your team you'd be like yeah yeah, yeah. Be okay with it yeah. yeah so that's you got you're at you're at like you're right two right now you're at jordan love and that you got 43 to go i listed so many just no. like a second ago we you just make one now. of our off-season episodes where we just we talk just about how many kevin times kevin, yes. kevin yeah every time we should kevin do a mount rushmore of kevin flip-flops <laughs> oh it'd be a good draft so many options to choose from yeah at least 45 at least 45 yeah <laughs> I, I, I want to do that now. Ugh. All right, maybe. Well, we got, we got that time. means I have to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. you, you're here. What you're, do you mean you yeah, have to listen? You, you've lived in the moment. <laughs> you've, you've experienced I got to remember them. He's like, I'm oh, a goldfish, geez. guys. I don't remember anything after like 30 yeah. seconds. Dustin walks out of this room and it just, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't make a clip because he doesn't remember what we talked about. If you've about. ever seen Severance, that's what happens to him. I'm trying so him, hard to think about my the room. He's like, I don't remember anything. We're only talking to Dustin's innie. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. I think that's going to do it, right? I think we're done. Yeah. We're good. I yeah. think so. Uh, so, as I mentioned, next week is going to be our full Super Bowl preview. Kind of give what we, obviously, mm-hmm. think about the game. Maybe talk about how the teams gonna, got here. We're going to revisit our offseason. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift boyfriend's draft. Yeah. Um, ex-boyfriend's draft. If any hirings that happen on those last two teams happen, we'll uh, we'll we'll mention that. You yeah, know, it'll be it'll be great. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be our like second to last weekly episode of yeah. the year, yep. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. We'll have the preview, and then the recap, and then season's over. I know, and we're gonna shift into our off-season schedule, which is more of at least a 
every couple of weeks. How, so, how many how many episodes do you think do you guys think we're at right now for this season? I cut it off oh. after the Super Bowl every year. Oh. So like, like like the recap is the last episode of the season and then we're in next season's episodes. I'd say like 30 32. Um yeah, probably I'll I'll say 33. Uh this is episode 38. So we're going to oh, hit a geez. we're going to hit a clean 40 this year, boys. Nice. Love yeah. it. Love it. Um all right. Thanks for listening to our episode, A Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, Bears, as well as the NFC North and the NFL as a whole. We have one meaningful game left of this season. I can't believe it's already here. It's the Pro Bowl dodgeball game. The Pro Bowl flag football <laughs> skills challenge. Yes. Uh, no, it, it, we're going to be talking all about all about the soupy next week. Uh, we got one more, one more left, and so we're going to cherish. One of these it. years, one of our teams going to be in it. It's got to, right? It's got to. The odds, yeah. The odds my, have to be Unless, my my team. We're not a Lions fan, so it's it's happened <laughs> yeah, before. It has happened. It has happened. It could happen again. Um, as always, I've been your host Adam Monster, by my co-host Kevin Ohm and producer Justin Luke. Kevin. All grit.